0: Welcome to the Happy Sober Podcast. Helping people get back in control of their life, happiness, peace, and purpose, and all without a drop of alcohol. For more information and to book your place on our next free quit drinking webinar, visit www.stopdrinkingexpert.com. And now, here's your host, Craig Beck. Hi there, this is Craig Beck from StopDrinkingExpert.com. Welcome in to today's episode. And I want to talk about drinking alone. Is it a sign? What does it mean? Is it something to watch for? Is it a problem or isn't it? Let's talk about it today. Who wants to be the next to discover how to stop drinking without willpower? Visit StopDrinkingExpert.com and grab your free place on today's coaching session. So problem drinking is what I refer to as an iceberg problem because we can only see the very tip of this. It's an epidemic. It's everywhere, but we can only see the very tip of the problem. And that's really because of the way we consume this drug these days. You know, at boot camp, I talk about the fact that, you know, you go back 30 years and you knew who the town drunk was. He was the guy, and it was a he generally. He was the guy that got thrown out of the bars every night, stumbling around in the gutter. That, you know, because alcohol was something we did publicly back in the day. And actually, the reverse is now true. You know, it's more likely these days that we will go to the supermarket and we will pick up a special offer on alcohol. We'll take it home and we'll we'll, we'll do our alcohol consuming within our four walls. Now, this is significant because it, it means that nobody's watching. Nobody's monitoring. Nobody's noticing the vast increase in people who are going to bed every night drunk. And it is increasing. We can tell that just by the amount of admissions to hospital with liver problems that we're seeing these days. And what doctors are telling us is that not only are there more liver problems coming in through their doors, but they're coming in from younger and younger people. It used to be people in their late 40s, 50s and 60s who would present at emergency rooms with failing livers. And now they're seeing people even in their late 20s coming through the door. So alcohol is a problem that is not getting smaller. It's getting bigger and it's happening behind closed doors, so we can't monitor it. We don't really know what's going on. The other problem with this is we don't pour pub measures. We don't pour official bar measures at home. You know, back when I was drinking heavily, my doctor would say to me, how much are you drinking at the moment? And I would genuinely believe that I was right in saying, well, not very much, doctor. I only drink three glasses of wine a night. What I didn't tell him was that three glasses of wine in my house was a full bottle. But it sounds so much better, doesn't it? I only drink a couple of glasses of wine a night. Because the measures we pour at home are ridiculous. They're like five times what you would get in a bar. But there's nobody there to question it or to say that's not right or you've had enough so you know it it is a problem that is growing so is it a warning sign that you prefer to do your drinking at home alone well firstly we need a bit of context there because if you're going home a couple of times a week and having a glass of wine with a meal that you've cooked after work and you sit watching tv and you have one glass of wine then no you're pretty much nothing to worry about really because it's just standard behavior but if you are changing your diary if you are turning down opportunities to do other things because you would prefer to be alone so you can drink without restriction without control and without seeking permission from other people then yes it's a definite warning sign and the truth is the vast majority of problem drinkers prefer to drink on their own. And the reason is, if you drink in a social crowd, the rate at which you can consume your drug is regulated by the social situation. The amount you can drink is controlled by the amount the group drinks. And certainly back when I was a a problem drinker myself, I would always be the first to finish my drink. And I would sit there with an empty glass in front of me looking around the table, monitoring everyone else's drinks. And in my head, I was thinking, hurry up, come on, drink, will you? Because you can't go to the bar on your own and just get yourself a drink, can you? So you have to abide by the social etiquette and wait for the next round. And for a problem drinker, that's torturous. And that's why so many people find themselves topping up before they go out on an evening. They know that the alcohol will not flow at the rate they require, and so they drink before they go out to get themselves at a level that they think they can work with. So I think there's a there's a major warning sign to watch out for here. If you are turning down opportunities to do other things, you're planning your diary. To make sure that you have time to do serious drinking, you have. A problem that needs some attention and you need to take action now because you are doing this alone there is nobody there to kick you in the ass and say pack it in stop this you are neglecting your family you are ne- neglecting your relationship this sort of behavior is damaging your works and so on and so on no one is there to police you so you have to police yourself and you have to take action now because trust me the evil clown that is alcohol addiction that lives in your head is always going to find a hundred reasons why not now because it's your birthday next month because christmas is coming up because you have that vacation plan because it's thanksgiving there's always a reason why not now and that voice in your head that sounds like you but isn't you it is your addiction to alcohol will be there screaming and shouting always And so you have to bite the bullet and say enough is enough and actually take action and deal with this. Because drinking on your own is only going to lead you down a pathway that damages your life. And it won't just damage your life. It will damage the life of everyone that you love. And I know this from first-hand experience. And I'm not big on regrets because I think they're largely pointless. And... There's no point regretting stuff because it kind of brought you to where you are now. And as long as you're happy with where you are now, then you can't really complain about the path that brought you here, can you? And I certainly am very happy now, but the one thing that I wish I'd done better is not listen to the evil clown so much and listen to my children, listen to my family, listen to my friends. Because the amount of times I was given options to go here, to go there, to be with my kids, to be with my wife, to be with my family and do this and do that. And I turned them down and made excuses. I lied and said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm really busy this weekend, I can't do it. Or let's go and do this instead. Or I convinced my family to do something else. Why? Because the something else would facilitate my drinking. If I did what my kids wanted to do, it might mean I couldn't drink for four hours. If I could persuade my kids to come and do what I wanted to do, I could drink as well, and it's terrible it's, I'm, you know, it's shameful, isn't it? And'm you know I can't believe I'm having to stand up here and, and say this to you, but I did that so many times. I would persuade people to do it my way, or I would do it on my own, but either way, I was drinking, and when you start doing that, you're on a slippery slope because your family's going to start feeling disconnected from you. Your relationship is going to start to stumble and then fall. And then, you know, your work will become affected because you can no longer set the boundaries of what you should be doing with your time. Everything becomes about finding opportunities to drink. And so I encourage you, if you started to notice that your preference is to be on your own so you can drink, then today is the day you do something about that. You know, I get a lot of people come to me and they say, Craig, but, you know, I drink because I'm lonely. And I get that. I understand that loneliness is something I've suffered with in the past. But the truth is, you know, you say you drink because you're lonely. And I argue back to you that perhaps you're lonely because you drink. When, you know, when I first um, started to address this problem, I noticed That I was complaining about being lonely and being bored and not having anything exciting to do and yet when people invited me out socially or invited me to go and do something I would say no I would turn them down why guess why because what they wanted to do either didn't have alcohol at all or they were going to restrict it to me and so I chose to be on my own so I could be with my friend the evil clown And so if you really believe that you're drinking because you're lonely, I wanna slap you about the face today and say, just stop for a minute and consider perhaps, maybe the reverse of what you're saying is true. Take action, do something today, because the moment you get this poison out of your life, everything starts to get better. And I mean everything. Thank you very much for being with me today. If you are worried about your drinking, go to my website, stopdrinkingexpert.com, and sign up for today's free coaching session. And I'll tell you how I've managed to help over 100,000 people to get their happy sober lives back.